0: Uh, what are we doing?
1: Uh, I think we're talking about moms. It's Mother's Day today, but it won't be Mother's Day when the good people hear it.
0: No, you know me, I love talking about moms. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> what do you, what do you say?
0: Yo, man, let's get this popping, baby. Welcome to the guys who cry podcast, man. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Randolph Cook from Wilmington, Delaware. Ruben, oh what's going gosh. on with you?
1: Why do I even do this anymore with you? Uh, You're so embarrassing. Man.
0: Yeah, but I, I feel stressed and like weird today, <laughs> so I need I need to overcompensate with some extra energy. <laughs> You're stressed. What are you stressed about? I don't know. Do a lot of financial stuff. I just uh, I don't know. Just not nothing bad. Like I'm I'm grateful what I can do, but just you know. I might have to replace my HVAC soon and my car is being weird and just, you know, just stupid stuff that just adds to your, you know, my first world problems. You know, that's what it is.
1: Oh man. You and your (laughs) first
0: world problems. Meanwhile, (laughs) I'm over here. No, I'm over here living
1: the bachelor life with like old lady candles on my coffee table and a half eaten container of cashews.
0: I don't know, man. Not the, not the bachelor life anymore for you, Ruben. I don't know, man.
1: Oh, know, man. Still the bachelor life.
0: (laughs) God, you're so awkward. You're, I know. I am. Are, you're so awkward about things. I, I always want to bring up personal things about what people are going through and what they're talking about, even if they can't share them yet. So, you know, me, I love digging into digging into what's really going on in someone's you know heart. And what's mind. going
1: fun. on? Yeah, you know I mean,
0: just like, like that. that. Yeah, just like that. Today is a very special
1: yeah. day, though. Today's a very special day with what we're on the day that we're recording.
0: What's what what's today? Sunday, May 9th, Mother's Day, today, I had a great time with our family, um, my mom was very important to me, as I know yours is as well, what did you, what did you guys do today?
1: Oh man, this is going to make me sound so bad, I nah. sent her a text message, because I had to work today, wow, uh, wow, that's so, brilliant. I know, I know, I know, but, to be fair, I did spend last weekend with her and my father because they just renewed their vows. So I got her a bouquet of white roses last week, and yes, you know, I was nice. one of the ring bearers at the vow renewal. So I felt like I spent the time with her that I didn't feel the need to have to rush to go there see her and then run back to work you know
0: right your parents probably like mine where they don't need the formality so much like the day or the time doesn't matter as much it's just like can you make time for them and if the day differs or the time differs it's okay that's how my family is like we never celebrate birthdays on the actual day or whatever but uh today was today was the first time we ate food all together in my parents house for over a year um usually we eat outside or whatever so that was pretty pretty that's cool
1: that's really cool yeah i uh yeah my 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 parents are very important to me but yeah they're the same way i always tell people like as i get older like all my parents really want for like birthdays and holidays is to just spend time (laughs) together yeah they don't really need anything physical i mean obviously like like i get them something small for like the holidays but like mother's day father's day i try to just Go there, see them, spend a
0: day with them, do whatever. Um, material stuff doesn't they, matter as much. That's yeah. all they want, you know. Yeah, that's so cool. What do you think? Is there any pivotal moment or event or thing that your mom did for you, or something that you remember that you think sort of um, inspired you or set you up for your life, or or some trend or some um, just some something that she always did for you that you feel like has really, you know, set you up for success or influenced you?
1: Well, so. When we came here, it was 1996. When my mom, brother, and I came here to meet up with my dad from Qatar, from from India. For oh, we India. were in Bombay at the time. My dad and my dad did spend time in Qatar, but okay. Uh, we went from India to the Middle East, back to India, then back to then here. Um. So when we oh, came sorry. here, my mom didn't really have any like formal education okay as far as like college any like you know college experience, so she did her bachelor she has her master's now like she spent wow. so much time in night school. I remember like car rides where like we would have to take my mom to school and like pick her up like my mom worked her butt off and now you know she is finally working again. she got laid off last year, but right she's working again, she already got a promotion. <laughs> No way. Wow. My mom is one of the strongest people I know and one of the most inspiring people I know, one of the most loving people I know. People always comment how like, oh, Ruben, you're nice to everybody. You know what I mean? Like people always say, oh, like, you know, you're just a really lovable person. Well, I got that from my mom and my dad. But like my mom is one of those people that last year when everything was kind of shut down, my mom was taking Indian food to the nurses in our church.
0: You know, wow. like that's the kind of
1: person she is just because she cared about them and just she wanted to do that for them. So like my mom, I think going to school, though, was probably one of the moments in my life where I was like, man, she's working hard. So it always kind of instilled in me kind of a good work ethic. What about you?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I think uh, um, not being judgmental, um, accepting all people from all walks of life for who they are. Um I think that's a big thing that my mom instilled in me that you know instilling the the fact that we're, we all have the same value, we're all the same whether we're poor or rich, whatever country you're from, whatever. Um which I think has been, you know, pretty pretty good. And, and that work ethic too. That like not that's the big thing, not making excuses for things. Like you know, if you lose your job or you get scolded or disciplined or whatever at work or school or whatever, like what kind of what was there something you did you could improve on, you know? Um do you feel the same way with you? Like, do you feel like you, you, your parents instilled that, that ideal of not making excuses for things?
1: Oh, hundred percent. Ah, so when I was graduating high school, I wanted to go to like a top culinary school, right? And I got accepted to them, but you know, my parents also helped me with paying for college. So Delaware still has this, it's called the SEED program, right? And it's, it stands for student excellence equals degree. And I got accepted into that. So I could do two years free at Dell tech and Dell tech has a culinary arts program. So my dad and mom were like, listen, we have no problem paying for you to go to this really great culinary school. But what we do want to know is that you're serious about this. Right. So, I went to Dell tech and to be perfectly honest, I had an amazing time there. I made some contacts there. I never went to a big name culinary school. And at the end of the day, it didn't matter. But what did matter was that my parents instilled in me in a very young age that listen, if you're serious about something, make sure you're serious about it. (laughs) Like don't just let it be a flash in the pan pun intended. Uh, with everything. You know what I mean? Like, make sure you're really about it. Make sure you do your best at it. Make sure you do everything in your power to be the best worker, employee, person, you know, spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you can be. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. I think that's a really important value that I don't think some of my friends had, or maybe some of their parents made excuses for them or always try to justify their behavior when I felt like I, I was never going to try and justify my, justify my behavior if I saw that it probably wasn't the best course of action or um, best decision. So that's really cool. What's the biggest difference you think you see between your mom and your dad? Um, I mean, just personality,
1: honestly. Okay. (laughs) Like, my dad uh, is a very stoic figure. He, you know, he is very, like, his emotions are always in check. He has him, you know, and my mom is very open with her emotions. is a very emotional woman in a good way. Not changed. She's like crying all the time or anything, but you know, uh, I think that's the biggest difference. Um, what about your parents?
0: Uh, yeah. Personality the same way. Um, my dad's pretty emotional. My mom can be too, but my, my mom tends to sort of forge forward with like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Here's the, here's the agenda. Here's the, you know, decisive, whatever. (laughs) um my dad kind of follows along with it a little bit i mean he's, well, he's he's a strong leader but you know
1: in which shout out to gloria <laughs> uh your mom has been one of the biggest supporters of this podcast since it started uh you know she's always commented on the post she sent me a message before when she she saw me in another newspaper article and like messaged me that, that she saw it right so shout out to your mom and your mom is pretty awesome
0: Appreciate that, man. Yeah. I will say that's one thing I'm grateful for her too. Like you see even some of my friends and our family members who have gone through a lot of significant issues, divorces and this and that. And they like, my mom's kind of like the linchpin of our family. We're like, they will all come to her We're my dad too, but they'll come to her to ask for like advice and counsel and to like, you know, have her listen to them. And um, even my friends do, you know? And so um, it's funny cause I have some friends who are pretty conservative and they, when they talk to her, like she gives them you know her her opinion i'm not saying she's right or anything i argue with her all the time but that she'll give them these perspectives that are very like multicultural and international and taking in you know people's different socioeconomic statuses and all these different perspectives and she'll she'll explain this to them and talk to them and 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 influence sometimes their beliefs and i just think it's kind of interesting uh, i'm not saying that's good or bad but she has that sort of uh, wisdom and knowledge and uh, i assume your parents are the same way i've never even met your parents yet which is kind of embarrassing i should
1: well, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I haven't met your parents either because when we, oh, started, yeah. become, well, because when we started becoming friends, the whole pandemic happened. Oh, that's right. So
0: that's right.
1: we really haven't probably felt comfortable to be around each other's parents, if you're being completely honest. Yeah. Uh, I am getting vaccinated this Thursday, So and you nice. are fully vaxxed, right? I am fully
0: vaxxed, yeah. yeah I'm
1: getting the Johnson & Johnson, getting the one shot uh, nice. stop, but like, I'm going to start going back to in-person church again because i'm just gonna feel a lot more safer a lot more at ease with going back to church in person but um yeah i think that's probably why we haven't seen each other's parents i mean i think we kind of talked about that before where we do kind of want to meet each other's parents at some point it's a big step in our relationship it is a big step in our
0: relationship (laughs) meet each other's parents and then i'll get the ring no but we got to do food or something it'd be great it'd be a lot of fun
1: yeah Um, uh you've told me your mom has done some pretty cool things though right like
0: uh she was uh she uh was spent two years in the peace corps uh, um when she was yeah she was a public school teacher that's where she met my dad um uh she and what was cool about her i think one of the things i really appreciate my mom about my mom is that it's funny because people you know people see me as like like an aware like i enjoy wearing like nice shoes or nice clothes or whatever i guess some people feel like i don't like to get my hands dirty but my i don't know why but like My mom raised me. It's so funny. She used to volunteer for Nature Center. She actually still does. So there's literally a picture of her in the newspaper of me strapped to her back while she's in a stream, like in a (laughs) river, doing tests on local tributaries and bodies of water to test the you know, pollutants and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I I remember going to her doing these tests as I was getting older and uh, as a kid and looking under rocks and playing in the water and like looking at all the different bugs and what they all were. So like, I grew up very much in nature and, um, you know, playing in water and forest and all that kind of stuff. I I love that. She taught me about to appreciate the environment, to appreciate the world and take care of the world that we live in. Um, what other, are there any like things like lessons like that you think your parents instilled in you or things that you appreciate now because of your parents?
1: Uh, well, I've been pretty vocal that my mom is a big reason why I have such a passion for cooking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. So,
1: uh, and even my dad's a great cook, but my mother is one of the biggest reasons I love to cook. Wow. Um, and she knows that. And it's funny for the longest time, people would ask me, oh, you, do you cook Indian food? And I say, and I would still tell them no, because I didn't at that time. Okay. I just recently, really, started getting back into Indian food. I would tell them okay. no, and they'd be like, "Well, why?" It's like, because I just can't cook it like my mom, man. Oh wow, wow.
0: <laughs> and
1: like, I felt like I couldn't make food as good as I couldn't make Indian food as good as my mom. I couldn't, even huh. to this day. Like, I could do my best impersonation of it or my best impression of it but it wouldn't be nearly as good as my mom. Cause you know, it's my mom, man. Like my mom makes the best food on the planet. So
0: oh, I definitely got to come meet your parents now and have them make you be Indian food. Please, please, please. Oh, hundred percent mom.
1: If you're listening,
0: <laughs> well, that's
1: funny. Cause my, I'm. And not- she would be a hundred percent about it. That'd be the funniest thing. She'd be like, just tell me when Ruben. you know, you guys could come over whenever.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm totally up for it. Um, I, I'm not a great cook at all, but I, I, I do appreciate my mom. Like, making me cook with her just like hey just learn some fundamentals so you can cook chicken and rice and whatever if you need to and she always made great uh her family was italian girl so she always made great pasta and everything so that's another thing i'm always glad she like forced me to do certain things like that just to learn like basic skills you know um were were there any things that your your mom specifically made you do when you were younger to teach you some lesson or something that you resented then but you appreciate now Something uh, like that, like making you helping you cook or <laughs> yeah. learn lessons yeah. during the summer or read or
1: yeah, it's funny. So my brother and I were always tasked with. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid when I think about it now, but we were always tasked with uh, cleaning the dishwasher, like unloading the dishwasher. And for whatever reason, yeah. my brother and I were like. Hey, you get the top rack. I'll get the bottom rack.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> you spin it up. Yeah. Game right there. Okay.
1: But like my my parents and my dad always, my mom and dad always instilled in me the value of a dollar. I think that was one of the most important lessons that I got from them. And I'm still not the best with my money. I have to admit that. And they know that. I'm very frivolous with some of my spending.
0: Right, um, right. But-
1: they always. I've never been in debt. I've never, you know, I've never been really been struggling. Obviously, I mean, I mean, my parents have always helped me financially too. I've always had a pretty comfortable life growing up, and even when I needed something, my parents have always offered to pay. Um, in fact, there was a couple times where I have to tell my dad, like, no, like I have to learn to do this by myself, Dad. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. Because you know they're the best. They want to make sure I'm okay. I'm. I'm accounted yeah. for. And my mom. God bless her, man. She checks up on me once a week, calls me just to see how I'm doing. That's it. Yeah, that's good. Um, And she's the best,
0: man. She's the best. Loving mom right there. What gift does your mom like that she really likes? Um, yeah, just what, what gifts does your mom really like? What does she appreciate you doing for her or getting for her or whatever?
1: Okay, and I want to hear your answer to this too. Absolutely. Um, so... I like to get, so my parents, or my mom especially, loves her grandkids. She has four grandkids. Sorry, mom, I haven't given you any grandkids yet. You know, <laughs> got to be patient with that. But um, she loves her grandkids. So I think like one time before my niece and my youngest nephew was born, there's a picture of my dad and my mom with the two older nephews, two older kids. And I got somebody to do, like, a pencil drawing of them, like, shading and everything. Oh, wow. So I try to get them stuff that has to do with either the grandkids or something that they can use. Um, Mostly, like, that's what my brother does. Yeah. Which I feel like he has it so easy with gift-giving because all he has to do is make a collage of the kids. And it's like, this is the best gift ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Not that hard. Didn't take a lot of effort.
1: Okay. Um. But yeah, <laughs> but that's pretty much what it is for my parents, just getting anything that has to do with the grandkids or anything that gets the family together is really what they want. Like, I really like using my skills. So like, I like to get the nephews together or the nieces together. And like, there's actually a video on my YouTube page from when we did like mug cakes, microwavable mug cakes. and We made a whole video and it was awesome. We had a great time. And my parents just loved watching it happen.
0: Yes. What about cooking? Do you do you ever cook for your mom or something where she's like, oh, I'm glad I don't have to cook. This is really nice of you to do this.
1: Yeah, especially, well, mostly when the nephews and niece are over, I like to go over there yeah. and help cook. But oh, what about cool. you? What about your mom? What does your mom like to get?
0: It's funny. I, I was trying to phrase this question in such a way. My dad would like to buy my mom gifts that he liked, but she didn't necessarily like, which I think is, it's a really interesting concept when you talk about like love languages and doing something for someone else that they like not necessarily what comes natural to you. So like, I know with my mom, she does appreciate like thoughtful gifts. She does appreciate some flowers and cards and stuff like that. But sometimes I know she just would appreciate like scheduling and putting together a family hike or a walk or mm-hmm. something like that. So, um, I've tried to learn that growing up. Cause I saw my dad would like buy her things. She didn't really want like he bought her, he used to buy her ferns when he was younger and she's like, Buzzy, his name's Buzzy. Like, I hate ferns. Why do you always get these? You think these are really pretty, but that's not what I like. You know, if you're getting me a gift, get me something that I like. So I always learned that from them, seeing them be like that. So I always thought, like, all right, what gifts can I give someone that they genuinely will want? So I mean, yeah, she, flowers she likes now. Um, card, something thoughtful, and then usually something she can use practically, like. Um, and please, I'm not like bragging by any stretch of the imagination. Me and my brother, my dad got her an Apple Watch because like, she had talked about wanting to get a Fitbit this year or whatever. And she's like, I don't know if I want an Apple Watch. I'm like, Mom, we have an iPhone. Like, try it, you know. So we got her one and and helping her set it up, you know, spending that time with her, that quality time, I think is more more of her love language. So that's more important.
1: Yeah, it sounds like your mom and I have very similar love languages. Getting Apple Watches? Yeah, just getting Apple Watches. All <laughs> the Apple Watches. No, the
0: quality time and yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay.
1: acts of service and quality time, I right. think uh right. are two of my my big ones. Um acts, yeah. of, you know, but that's well, funny. Hey. That's funny cuz didn't you just get your mom didn't you like get your mom's car like detailed or something?
0: Oh, she likes stuff like that. Yeah, like get it go get it washed or something. Not nothing crazy, but yeah, go get it washed and taken care of and you know, things like that. So um, but she's big on the hiking and walking as a family. That's a big thing for her. But that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I can't wait till like my all my nephews and nieces are like old enough that we can go do like a mile and a half hike somewhere or like to do like a nature
0: walk with each other. It is fun. It's fun to get uh, out out and about. Um, how did your parents meet? Oh, I don't know this about them. I don't know this.
1: So uh, they were an arranged marriage. Okay. Uh, were they
0: family? They have family friends. I mean, yeah. I so,
1: uh, I think I mentioned it last week or the okay. week
0: before. I, I think
1: I it. mentioned it recently where like my grandparents, like my grandparents were literally like around the corner from each other. Uh, uh, so they were like in walking distance, but I love hearing my mom talk about this story. Uh, cause my, my mom just, it's so clear how much she's in love with my dad. Right. And obviously, like my dad's totally in love with my mom. like that's also very apparent. But like when they tell this story, my dad almost kind of gets a little bit uh, embarrassed.
0: Wow, because
1: my mom is like, yeah, she was like, you know, I mean, this is not her words, but this is the way I'm gonna kind of kind of summarize the story. Um, yeah. She's like, you know, your dad was kind of like the guy at the church, right? Okay. He was like the hot guy everybody wanted. He was like, and she was like, in fact, there was a woman who really wanted your dad like even went as far as saying that she had a vision from god that they were supposed to be with each other dang and my dad was like nah (laughs) wow wow and when my mom so when they set her when they you know set him up with them with my mom uh one of the first things my dad told her was this relationship is going to have three prongs right there's going to be me you but God is going to be the center of our relationship. So that was kind of how they met, and they—I I like telling people that though after they meet my parents, um, right. because goodness gracious man, like it is the picture-perfect wedding marriage for me. And I said it at their um, at their vow renewal last weekend. I said, you know, it's very hard for me to date because I have such great examples of loving marriages. So for me, there is a standard that I have to find, you know? And I told, you know, it's like having my parents there as this loving, godly relationship. And, you know, I'm not trying to like press God on anyone by any means. So, But, um, But like for me, like seeing them together and seeing like how great their life has been and how supportive they've been of each other, uh you know the stuff that my dad does for my mom stuff that my mom does for my dad like oh my goodness like but there's no doubt about it though adam no doubt about it my mom is the rock of the family
0: sure sure she is
1: the glue that holds people together
0: yeah so there was it wasn't arranged marriage but there was chemistry and interest mutual interest from the beginning right yeah
1: and you said your parents met when your mom was at the public school so was your dad a teacher too
0: my dad was her boss he was the principal oh yeah my mom was a teacher it's pretty funny oh
1: a little bit of drama
0: yeah so my dad was married once before she divorced him she has a they have a son together my half brother so then he was single for a while and i guess he i don't know if he always found my mom attractive at the school or whatever but i think he found out some information about her, like if she was single, she wasn't dating anyone at the time or whatever. And then he just like he went up to her, like, I guess, like after work or something and was just like very respectful. But he's like, hey, do you like to dance? And she's like, Uh yeah, I guess so. Like she never thought about my dad once. Like she was not thinking about him. And uh, she's like, yeah, she's like, he's like, would you would you would it be OK if I take you out dancing sometime on a date sort of thing? She's like, ah, OK, you know, like wasn't really thinking about it. And uh they, you know, would have long conversations in the car and talk all the time. And they had similar values. And what was different, though, is like my mom was my mom's family was pretty staunch, like Roman Catholic. My dad's family was Southern Baptist. So that difference was something they had to work a little bit to reconcile. But I think that's one of the things also that made me a little more sensitive to just different religions and different, you know, different people coming together and um, being more open minded about those things. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting
1: that is cool that is cool i so was your mom like pretty apprehensive to date someone that had already been married
0: she was worried i think for a couple of reasons her his family was um not so sure about him dating a roman catholic and would this be okay Mm. and she was very she's a very practical person and she was like you know do i really want to get locked down to this person um you know, she was she was apprehensive about the wedding, even up to the day day of. She was like nervous, you know. And I'm not sure if this is the right thing. Now, my she said my dad at one point gave her an ultimatum and be, sort of, sort of. I was like, look, I don't want to just date you indefinitely. Like, I want to get married at some point. And you know, had this, you know. And I think that's important to do. It's important to be firm. But Ruben, what you were talking about too, of like having these standards where you don't settle. Like the unhappy marriages that I have seen are because people have settled in some way they've seen red flags this person's not ideal the, the, the connect the the partnership is not ideal the connection is not ideal and i think the people that have the best marriages are the people that either luck out or wait for the the ideal connection doesn't mean that there's perfect or they don't argue my parents argue and bicker and whatever but but they they work they work it just works right you, know, you don't just, know what it know, is it just works it just works <laughs> yeah um, I feel the same way. Like we're going to wait because we know it's not worth it to marry prematurely when you're not with the right person.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Like my, my mom's parents, my, my grandparents on my mom's side came back not too long ago. Uh, maybe like three or four years ago. Okay. And uh, I like to tell the story about my grandfather. Like they, they were trying to like set me up. Oh. Um, Cause you know, they would be so ecstatic if I, said, Oh, I want to be arranged. Wow. Um, but again, like my mom, <laughs> she is just, you know, she also is so supportive. She's not trying to rush me into anything. You know, she doesn't want me to date for the sake. She never really like asked me about my dating life. Cause she knows like I'll tell her that's the kind right. of relationship we have. Like if I start right. dating someone very seriously, I will tell my mom about her.
0: She knows. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I have
1: made the mistake of introducing people to her that I was, that I thought was serious. And then they ended up messing, you know, effing me over. And, sure. and, you know, I don't tell my parents some of those things, <laughs> but yeah, like, she is such an important figure in my life. So I'm really kind of glad we had a chance to to talk about, to kind of put our parents on spotlight, especially our mothers.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so influential. I even think about now it's actually kind of funny. This is, um, so what I sort of came out to my mom more recently about as it came out, but when I, when I kind of really, (laughs) I, I didn't come out, but what I mean is I'm talking about atheism. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I I told her we've had conversations about it over the last year or so, but there was a point where she said, like, so do you believe in God at all or whatever? I'm just getting very honest now. Um, I'm hesitant to share these beliefs because I'm very respectful of people who believe something different. But when I, I told her, I was like, hey, I I don't. I mean, if you really had to pin me down, on it, I would say that I don't personally believe in it. But I, I don't share that very often. I don't know if it's always important. And so she it, it, it upset her because she's super open minded always taught me about science. She leans more to the liberal side and uh, political politics, like very open-minded. But when I told her that she was like kind of upset, she's like, well, like, you know, it, she's like, I just don't understand because like, God has been such a, a, a sense of hope for me and peace and all that. I got that from my father and all that. I'm like, well, that's great. Like that helped you. You needed that. Like I, for me as of right now, I don't need that. Right. So, and, and she's understanding of it now she's cool with it now, but um, she was one of the people who taught me to be so open-minded to question things, to think critically about things, to read. I went to bed in high school, reading science magazines, falling asleep to it, you know, and then reading the Bible also. And so um, growing up with that open-mindedness, that willingness to question everything. Um, Cause she, she, we, she went to our Southern Baptist church growing up and all the times the pastor would say things from the pulpit, she'd roll her eyes at and be like, Oh, that's ridiculous. We're talking about this or that, that we don't agree with. And, so at, at some point, I just got to a point where, like, hey, I'm willing to question everything. And so when I finally told her that, I thought she'd be a little bit more, like, understanding. And she was, but I definitely bothered her. I think it's funny. Was there anything you've told your parents that you came clean about that did kind of upset them a little bit? Like, they're like, oh, we didn't know you did that. It's, you know, okay. But it bothered them at all?
1: Um, like your past it, or- It's more stuff it that, like, that they found out. Um, You mm-hmm. know, they found out that I smoked cigarettes. Yeah. Um, oh. That was a very, uh, you know, that was a very disappointing thing
0: for them. They don't smoke at all. Got they don't it. smoke
1: at all. Um, And, you know, when they found out I drank at first, that was pretty jarring for them. That I drank more than they did, at least. That I drank more socially than they did. That I drank, you know, th- two or three times during the week, probably even more. Um, I think that was a very uh, disconcerting thing for them concerning thing for them um but oh sorry yeah you know it was uh i, I think that that feeling of disappointing your parents is the worst man
0: it really is right. like
1: there's there's no worse i i can't think of a feeling worse than when your parents are disappointed in you and like thank goodness like that my parents are the people that they are um and that are, they are so trusting that they're so easily able to forgive um yes, yes but i remember like i'm trying to think like something that i talked to my mom about what's a uh, something that with my mom in particular i can't even i can't even think of something off the top of my head what about you and maybe i'll think of something
0: yeah uh other than that conversation you there, there's about. been a couple yeah i mean last year I, and it, it would probably be a little bit embarrassing for other people to hear i i don't care i'll talk about whatever but like two years ago i was dating i was dating gabby and my ex-girlfriend and so like my mom would ask cause we've always been very open to talk about sex and all that kind of stuff. My mom and I, but she would ask me like, are you using like two forms of birth control? So I explained what I was doing, which to most people is very safe. It's above and beyond. And it wasn't safe enough for her. My mom, she was like, Oh, I can't believe this, that, whatever. Da, 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 da. And she was freaking out about it. And I'm like, mom, I'm doing like way more than what most people do. What are you talking about? And, um, and that was one time we had a real strong disagreement, like, like an argument, like really upset with each other for, for, I mean, it only lasts like a couple of days or whatever. Oh no, wait, dude, she got really mad at me this year. This is the first time she's ever hung up on me twice. And my mom is great. And I understand why. Um, I went to the Dominican Republic with a friend a few months ago and didn't tell her because I didn't want her to worry about COVID and all that stuff. I knew she was going to give me a hard time and all that stuff, which she's right. I mean, she's right um and when i got i she said she called me one day and i was like she's like where are you i was like oh, i'm in the dominican republic she's like what <laughs> and i told her and she's like went off about covid and all this stuff and she ended up hanging up on me or whatever and uh and we sorted things out pretty pretty quickly but um usually when that happens i just put my tail behind my legs like i'm sorry mom you're right i should have told you and all that but uh She's great. She had every reason to be upset. I mean, her son just like left the country and didn't tell her. So um, I think any other mom would have been upset too. I mean, most of the times that my mom and I really argued was when I was a kid. You know, I
1: just didn't know any better. Um, any and stories or anything? Did you like always talk back? I didn't really do any. I was a pretty respectful kid. I like to think, at least. My mom good. might say differently, but like, <laughs> there were a couple times when growing up where like you know my mom and I went at it, and uh, most of it was because. I think my so my brother I I've talked about this before. My brother was always kind of like the smart one in the family. Okay, he was always the super academic one. Like I mean, graduated with like a three point nine eight, like something crazy.
0: Ew, who does that? Okay, I know nerd. Him and
1: his him and his now wife, oh. uh, they, they went to the same school. They were like, <laughs> I think he they were like off by like point oh one or something like that. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um, and so I think for me it was always difficult to feel like I had to live up to that growing up. Right. I had to feel like I had, and I think also probably concerned my mom was like, I probably exhibited tendencies that she had seen from other people growing up. Mm. And now that I think like, now that I'm an adult and I kind of like have a little bit of a wider grasp of the situation, totally understand why we have the conversations or why she treated, or why they treated me and still do treat me the way they do. Um, Because you know, I I can totally see, and this may sound crazy to some of my friends, but like I can totally see how like they can see me kind of going down a path because I almost did.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And now that I have this, this you know, hindsight, it's like, oh wow, yeah. My mom had every right to kind of treat me the way she did, to be as hard on me as she was. Yeah. I just remember like thinking, like growing up, like like my brother got all these scholarships and stuff, and like I didn't really get one.
0: Right. (laughs) You took a different path, and and it's always it's always concerning to parents when your kids take a less traditional path, right? Like your may- kid may fail out of school and it looks terrible. Then he starts his own company and you know, you don't know what to think, you know, or how many comedians have you listened to? Where like, they're super successful, but their parents still don't really understand or really respect what they do, even though they might make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year or million have this huge following and this huge impact. And their parents are just like, you're a comedian. Like what? You know? Well, and um, like, and like, to be
1: fair too, it's, it's super tough because of the era that they grew up in too. Mm. I mean, my parents are immigrants that came here it started with nothing, right? And I, I was given all of these opportunities and resources, and I, I, you know, even though I have built, I've built a very successful career for myself. Yes, I still think, man, what if I did apply myself more? in high school and you know in college and like and i i do think about that i mean i i don't regret anything but i could totally see that it's like i because like i i see that now as an adult with like my friends i'm like you have all of this going for you (laughs) like yeah like why can't you see it and now that i'm starting to feel like i'm like a dad i'm feeling i feel a bit more parental in the way i talk like i'm like oh my goodness
0: Oh my goodness. I can only imagine how frustrated my parents got with me as a kid. Yeah. But it's nice. Like I think about that when I have kids and I have no idea what I'll be like. I'm sure I'll be just like my parents, but like having that sort of understanding and seeing all the different paths people take that, you know, I want to give all my kids the the resources, the, the attention um, and the encouragement, the love that they need to make their own decisions. Because I realize how much, how little we can control what we want and what our desires and our passions are, you know, and uh hopefully I can give my kids the the resources to explore the world in a way that will increase their knowledge that leads to some comfort, you know, level of income that's, that's uh, comfortable and just happiness, you know, whatever that, whatever that means. So I don't know. Yeah, man. Shout out to all those mama's boys out there. We're,
1: we're there with you. At least I am. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure.
0: I am a, I I'm a mama's boy. Love my moms. But I don't feel like we have another minute or two, but like I, I don't feel I feel like I'm a mama's boy, but like I don't feel dependent on my mom anymore. Like my parents definitely set me up to be like my own person. So now it's like yeah. you know what I mean? Now it's like I mean I choose to go on dates more than you know, I had to hang out with my parents. You know, I, I spent all the time in the world with my family and I don't want to go on vacations with them anymore. I want to go do my own thing. What do you like? Would you rather you like spending time with your family, right? I do, but, like, I think I can only do it for, like, two or three days at a
1: time. Can you go on vacation with your family? I mean, I do when, like, when we've gone to, like, Indiana and stuff. Oh, uh, I like uh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I just funny. I think, like, a couple years ago was actually the first time. And I had been to Indiana so many times. It was the first time that I explored, like, Bloomington as, like, a night life city. Okay. As an adult. And, like, you know, luckily, like my cousin and her husband were there and uh we were able to go with them back to their house and then went out in the city and, you know, went to a few bars out there.
0: Um, that, Yeah. but and like, it's, Yeah. Again, it's like stuff I can't really do, like with my with my parents there and stuff. And it's it's hard. I think that's the thing. It's like my family is great. I mean, they're they're fine to be with. But it's like I get antsy when I can't live my own life, when I can't, like, have a car and go somewhere I can't see my friends, where I can't go and do as I please. And what's crazy is this is how spoiled I sound. Trust me. I I get it. I don't know why I'm like this. But, like, my parents took me on some crazy vacations when I was younger. We went to, like, Alaska on a cruise. We went to Hawaii and all this stuff. And I remember because I was tied to them, I didn't have a girlfriend or anything and whatever. Like, I wasn't living my own life. So I always felt a little sad or a little depressed on those trips, which is crazy to think about but now like being older and having my own, I can go and do anywhere, anything that I want, you know, Um, I've always, you know, just, I just feel better. So I tend to limit my time with vacations and stuff. Cause I just tend to get a little antsy, but I mean, it's, I digress a little bit, but it's, it's still kind of interesting that we, uh, I don't do, you? I mean, you, I know some people who love spending time with their family on vacations. And I'm like, I wish I were more like you. But Yeah. What are you talking about? No, I mean, I, I like
1: spending time with my family mostly time. Cause like, it it is hard for me and especially it's it's easier for me when my nephews are around obviously so you
0: know that's true cuz you do yeah yeah you you tend to you bond with them and that's that's really special
1: but i will say i, I do feel sorry for my mom with the grandkids cuz i don't know what it is my dad has this power over the grandkids he has this magnetism for whatever reason they are all drawn to him really yeah and like they will choose my grand my my dad over my mom most of the times. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. I I I don't know what it is, but I think like once you meet my dad, you kind of see he has this like very calming presence about him. Oh, he does. Uh, oh, hundred percent. My dad has this, like, there's something about my dad that you just almost automatically feel at ease. But <laughs> I do feel bad for my mom because my mom was like, just love me, just let me be your grandmother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny oh my gosh but she's just the best shout out to our moms shout out to moms moms everywhere and 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 for people who don't um i know we need to wrap up but like i i mean for people who don't have a close relationship with their mother well actually my mom her mom died when she of like a brain tumor when she was like less than one year old but what my mom has always said my mom's always been a pretty grounded person is she said i always had strong female influences in my life like an aunt or a who whomever an older sister who kind of took that role. And I think that that's really what the most important thing is. If you don't have a father or a mother, what I've seen is if you have people who take that loving, caring leadership role in your life as a, as a mother, as a father, or, or if you have two moms or two dads or whatever, you know, that's really what we need. We need love. You know, it doesn't necessarily matter if it's a an official mom or dad or whatever. Um,
1: as so the great prophets, the Beatles once said, what did they say? All you need is love and love is all you need.
0: It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just got to look for it in the right places. So,
1: Hey Adam, where can the good people find us if they're looking for us? Yo
0: man, come find us on Instagram. We're going to try and post a new picture. Uh, we'll already be out by the time you guys see it, but Instagram guys who cry official, uh, go to the link in our bio on Instagram. It'll take you to Spotify and you can listen to the newest episode. So
1: what a good episode. Happy mother's day. Happy belated mother's day. to all your mother's listening to our mother's. And Adam.
0: Oh yeah. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Tune in next week. Check us out everywhere, baby. And be entertained. Woo! We'll do it live! (laughs) (laughs) Gotta
1: keep that in there. Keep it in there. Keep Keep it in there. Hey, Adam. Keep it in there.